thanks everybody for tuning into the short thing today it is february 21st morning ryan here with you we got the nba all-star weekend to talk about the 75th anniversary uh a real torpedoing of the uh, saudi golf league that we talked about thursday or friday whenever we last recorded there's an update on that over the weekend so uh we could discuss the happenings there in the last to happen in the last two days and a couple other baseball supposed was supposed to start not going on we'll see what's going on there a couple other things check us out on spotify apple podcasts and the iHeartRadio app under the podcast section as well ryan how's it going out there it's going well uh you know kind of a slow weekend as far as sports goes watched a lot of college baseball some college softball this weekend you know along with the nba all-star game but uh you know, first weekend without football, everyone's kind of easing back into it and uh, trying to realize what life was like before football. Did you bet on any college baseball? I did not. I did not bet on any college baseball. I, uh, you know, just watched for the love of the game. There was an option. Yeah, I've seen. I think that was the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah, it's same, same. Um, and like you, I looked at like DraftKings and FanDuel and like all those sites. You could do it on there, too. Oh, really? See, I didn't yeah. I didn't uh, look at those ones either. Yeah, I, the only thing that I didn't think you could do is they didn't have like a run line. Yeah. But they had like the money line and the totals mm-hmm. and everything um, around that. You know, first weekend in no football, I've, I haven't watched really any college basketball this year. Maybe I, don't, I can tell you I haven't watched a full game this year. Maybe watched a couple of halves of so-and-so's team, but I guess I'm going to have to start watching that. No. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching uh, not a ton, but mostly Arizona. Like when they played UCLA, both times I watched them. Um, uh, you know, some of the bigger games for Arizona. I've I watched the second half against Oregon on what was that Friday night. But uh, as far as like being super locked into who's good and who isn't, you know, as far as like I know who's good as far as teams, but like players to watch out for in the tournament and things like that. Pfft. Your guess is as good as mine. Good, good luck there. I did, I did enjoy the uh, five finger uh, knuckle sandwich that Jawan Howard gave to the uh, Wisconsin uh, assistant coach yesterday. That was, yeah, that was spicy. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, a little unexpected. You know, now, now it's being run into the ground because that's like one of the few sports stories that we got right now. Like, I get it's kind of a big deal when a coach assaults another one, but still, I mean, as was it really that big of a deal? I don't know that it was. Well, when's when have you ever seen a coach punch another coach? Yeah, no, I like, don't. Don't get me wrong. I know, like, I get it. You know that you go go back to the old John Cheney uh, to uh, Calipari when he said, "I'll kill you," and uh, you know he had to be restrained in the uh, restrained in the in the comp- press conference room. But uh, no, you've never seen it actually happen and escalate to that point, and then players start throwing punches, and you know you see haymakers flying left and right. But uh, so I guess you know in that sense, it's something we haven't seen before. But again. When it comes down to it, I don't know that it needs to be made out and dragged out to as big of a deal it was. He screwed up. He knows he screwed up. He needs to be suspended. The funny thing is the NCAA suspended him for removing his mask, not for the punch uh, or the slap, whatever. But uh, it's definitely, you know, making its rounds over and over and over again in all the sports talk shows this morning. And well, I don't think the NCAA can suspend him for that. Like it comes down to a school jurisdiction thing. Maybe that's who it was. I did see that he, unless it was a hoax. I don't know. It's got to be a hoax because I never saw that from anybody. I, I think saw... you got ball sack sports. Ah, dang it. Where? Let me. I'll. I'll see if I can find it. But yeah, I don't think any punishments come out with him. I think he got hoaxed on that one. Not the first time. Probably won't be the last. No. Let me see. 
I thought it was from a reputable source. Uh, yeah, I'll double check. Because I always check for the blue check mark. Oh, here we go. Oh, you know what? Motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Who, who was it? <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about hitting the nail on the head? I got ball sacked. You got ball sack sports? Yep. Um, um, how about that? Ball sack sports. That, you know where? Have you seen the story about him or whatever? About ball sack? Yeah. No. He's just a guy from. He's a guy from Akron, and he just like makes up these. Just like the graphics look legit. Yeah. Um, like real legit, and he just does this most outlandish, um, like just makes up quotes by players that are like not insane that they're believable, but they're like, you could people will fall for it. And he's got, I don't know, like 60,000 followers and he's got duped. Um, like he duped multiple people. Did you see his one about Josh Smith? No, he said he, he got, this one got a lot of people hot and, uh, <laughs> out of people blowing hot air. He said it was, I'm paraphrasing, but the pretty much the, the gist of the graphic was that he pretty much said that, oh, Josh Smith, Josh Smith said that LeBron wasn't going to, LeBron couldn't be able to play in my era of the NBA was like the crux of it. <laughs> and then everybody's like, Josh Smith, you were in LeBron's era of the, uh, of the NBA and he dominated. And it was pretty like Levitard got hooked on it. A bunch of people got, got uh, baited on that one. That was, that was a, that was a good one there. Love it. Just a kid from Akron. Yes, just a kid from Akron. Someone did a um, someone did a article on him. I think last week about it. He's up to seventy thousand followers right now. I'm yeah. just pulling up his uh his profile. But yeah, he's just he's just. Oh, I see. I see where you got. Uh, God, that got fourteen hundred retweets and about ten thousand likes. And I'm. <laughs> I mean, he, he had I'm pretty sure he must have he probably switched it back but I think he did the old profile picture switch name change because I swear it was from a reputable so because I, I even double checked to like <clears throat> is this legit obviously not close enough but uh, I think he did like you know we've seen before when guys change their name uh, you know I think it was Adam Schefter they changed his profile picture and changed it to like Adam Schufter or something like that and people got tricked um, I think that's what he did. And he's flipped it back now, but I think that's how I got bamboozled. He did one about uh, Durant last week, I think during All Star Week, and that even got Durant mad. Um, <laughs> it got it got Durant mad. Like he he people were mad. Like Durant was mad that people thought that he actually said that. Um, but uh, yeah, he's been duping. He's been he's been on a heater. He's been duping guys for the last couple of months right now. Um, I guess any add you to the list there. Yep, that allowed me to the victim list. <laughs> yep, it's funny that I said it was impulsive exports. Um, but uh, always, always good for that. So he did not, just to clarify, he did not get suspended for uh, taking off his mask. Um, not yet, the, anyway. Not yet. He still could. Yeah, but highly doubtful that he will. Um, but still could. Um. But yeah, that was uh that was the hot story of the weekend. Also, it's my dad's birthday today. Happy birthday. Yes. We played golf yesterday. He uh, broke 90, so that was good. Made a nice like 15 footer on the last hole to break 90. So that was that was a uh, that was good. Oh, nice. Uh, so he shot his age yesterday. 
he did he did shoot his he did uh he did shoot his age um but uh, yeah it was uh good times at the old pecan hollow um the i look i hate to bring this up i'm not bringing up your thing but <laughs> when we we got on your hole yep the guy we're playing with so i was playing one up from the tips the guy that we were playing with there was this guy probably about our age and his fiance and he was he was a tall he he could hit it far but he just was so fast he just pulled it left every time we're waiting and it was it was pretty windy yesterday and it was a little downwind yeah and he was like dude i think you can hit the green from here like it's downwind today it's only 325 to the front of the green i go i can't do it trust me like i even even i was like the wind's too like change it's not downwind enough but it was funny that he thought that i could hit the green I mean, hey, props to props to you, props to him for you know recognize real recognizes real, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you should have told him, hey, I once saw a guy drive over the green once, so maybe. I that when he even said it at the time, that thing didn't really even like, like it just skipped my mind. And normally, like, I'll I'll remember it, but it. Uh... You're thinking about it on hole one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I just forgot even to say it. And then I just, I just real, I, that just popped in the light bulb right now. I just put two and two together right now of, of, uh, of that. Cause I was thinking about the guy, he was trying to help his fiance out there. He was doing, I always enjoy, like she I could hit the driver pretty well, but other than that, she was kind of blading everything. They were very nice. I enjoyed playing with them, but, uh, he was, it's, he was a good player. Not like great. Yeah. He also was struggling yesterday, but it's always kind of funny when like he you someone gets too technical with someone about like the swing when they're a beginner or something they don't know it and it was yeah. just like kind of funny to listen to him try and help her as he's like getting too technical and part of me just wanted to go over there and be like just do that like just swing to here and here and then that will help you out and then you could work on whatever your fiance saying to you right now yeah um, but uh, that, that's that's Jamie's game. She is straight and she's pretty long off the tee uh, with a driver, but everything else. And then she's not too bad with a putter, but it's every, it's the the short game that really, really she really struggles with. Um, she can go um, she can go driver off the deck sometimes. That's not too bad when we're in the fairway uh, or with the three wood. But all the all the any iron, no chance. Yeah, this this this. Uh lady's problem was the was the chipping yeah she I mean, would just, that, that is tough like trying to just like getting feel you know having feel for a short uh, yeah you know sh the short game like jamie she just crushes everything like it's she's uh dechambeauing you know a, a 30 footer from the green uh with her with a three wood or something like that you know what i mean or yeah her iron, you know like, even with a nine iron like she's just seeing how far she can hit it and then when she tries to let up a little bit she either chunks it or misses completely or hits it like six feet. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it was uh, fun. She just started playing, but it was good. It actually wasn't that crowded out there, which was a nice change of uh, a nice change of pace. All right. NBA All-Star game last night or this All-Star weekend is in the books. They did the 75th anniversary of their shout out private aviation as Michael Jordan was at the Daytona 500 yesterday cheering on Bubba Wallace. I think he got second or something. Mm -hmm. I don't even. Huh? Yeah, he did. He got second. Um, I missed. I didn't see the end. But uh, I will say this: there is no way if Bubba Wallace won that race that MJ was being there last night. Oh, absolutely not. Like, will, and definitely not. And if he was, he wouldn't have been standing and walking as straight as he was. And even that yeah. was a little, a little off. Yeah, but he made it. 
he made it, which I thought it was cool. He probably also said, I better be introduced last. Um, I thought they would have done like the the Kobe to MJ at the end. I That's thought, what I thought, too. The fact that they announced it, like even like you, you're saying going from Kobe to MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I also thought that if like I didn't even know if MJ was going to be there, but like they would have introduced Kobe last mm-hmm. or just for that. But um, they did give a little bit of a longer pause between Kobe and the next guy to kind of let, you know, some cheers go a little bit. But, yeah, I, I thought that they. I agree. I was expecting it to be a little bit more grandiose and it wasn't, you know, not, and not, not to not shaming them or saying that they should have done more, but I did, I was expecting a little bit more when they announced it. Oh, I think the the thing that they was, was that they gave him the, the extra pause there. Yeah. Um, because the other guys, they were just, that have died. They just rattled through. Yeah. Um, even some of like the bigger name and like that ceremony took a while, a long time. Like they had to get, like they had to, they, they had to set the stage or whatever. I thought it was, look, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool to see the guys there. I also like, what is Larry bird doing? Then he can't show up to that. Like if you're like, I guess if you're Walt Frazier, um, he's, uh, he's doing like broadcasting for the Knicks. Like maybe he wants a little vacation or whatever. Doesn't want to do um, um, All Star Weekend or whatever. Okay, fine. But like some of the other guys, like what are you guys like? Scotty Pippen, he just didn't want to show up. Like some of these guys, like how? Why would you not want to go to that? I don't. Well, know. Scotty, he he probably didn't want to get jumped because he's been in the media, you know, running his <laughs> yeah. mouth a lot about a lot of different guys. So he was probably doing it for his own safety, but. You know, like but Tim Ray Duncan. Allen showed up. Sorry, and he knew Paul Pierce and KG were going to be there, and he just yeah. stiffed them as the blow the blow by of all blow bys. Yeah, um, you know, but same with like Tim Duncan, which Tim Duncan's look <laughs> post retirement is such a, such a wild look. Like the fact that that's Tim Duncan is so funny to me. Uh, but no, yeah, I agree. There's a couple guys that I was like, oh, that's you know surprising that they're not there because Tim Duncan isn't even coaching anymore, correct? And he he stepped away from coaching, I believe, too. I didn't even know he was coaching. Yeah, he was coaching. Oh, he was on the assistant coach for the Spurs. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he stepped out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. There were two things that got me off this. That that had me say, "Whoa!" Last night it was LeBron's uh, game-winning shot. It was when Tim Duncan came on the came on the screen with that hair. That was for the two times I did like an audible, like "Whoa!" Like I did like, the exact same thing, and I even said, "I said the fact that that's Tim Duncan is mind-blowing." And Jamie was just kind of like she was confused, and I was like, "You wouldn't understand," but just the fact that Tim Duncan looks like he does is asinine and wild. Also, scratch that. Add another one when Willis Reed came up with his hand. That massive wonk that hand. thing was huge. Yeah, like that was a like I was like, wow, what a that's a, and it was all like that the finger they had some like he has like some offensive line finger disjointment over there going on. It was that was a shocking thing. Yeah, I'm gonna start using that as a u- unit of measure. A Willis Reed handful. I mean, that thing was. He would have no problems throwing a football in the NFL. He'd be he's got great quarterback hands. Yeah. Um, but no, the 75 anniversary thing, I thought that was, uh, I don't really know how you make it to like what it is other than just announcing them. Like it's kind of, that's probably like all they can do. Yeah. Um, but the videos afterwards of like in the tunnel, when you got, uh, MJ and magic Johnson and MJ goes to magic and he's like, I will go play one-on-one right now for the shoes that you got on typical, uh, MJ. He, everyone's already said the joke that he was probably, uh, getting the shakes when he saw the one uh, when they TNT cut in and the t- 
Team Durant was playing cards for what looked like a thousand dollars or something in there. Yeah. I mean, he's, I enjoyed those jokes, but um, I don't know. Hopefully, I got to check some boots on the ground. Maybe uh, we could get a report from the high roller room at Jack's Casino if uh, in Cleveland if uh, if MJ made it over there last night. But uh, yeah, I don't really know other than that what they can really uh, what they can really do. But it's uh, I think the I thought it was a pretty cool having all those all those guys there. Yeah, no, it was a good, the NBA usually does a pretty decent job of honoring the ones, you know, that came before and their legends and things like that. And I think they kept it up, you know, with uh, yesterday's ceremony. Yeah. And then the game, Steph, the Steph show was on full force yesterday. Right. Um, the hometown kid. The kid born in Akron, one MVP, <laughs> just like everybody drew it up. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did, he had... He was doing something where you donate to the Clitty, the the, the, the Whoa, Cleveland no, City no, Schools, no. the Cleveland City Schools, for like every three he made, he was like a thousand bucks or so. I think he ended up with like like fifty thousand dollars, like it's a ridiculous amount of money to the. Cleveland. I think he was like a thousand dollars for every point he scored, three thousand dollars for every um, three he made, and then ten thousand dollars if he won the MVP. Okay, because he's he was donating. I'm trying to pull up the tweet. Um, I mean, it was six. He was. Because I think six, it was. Okay, here it is. A thousand. Yes, yeah, thousand for every point. Three thousand for every three, and ten thousand for the All Star game. So you got a hundred eight thousand dollars for the Cleveland Metro Schools. Yeah, many Christmas. Yeah, and I mean, he was. Uh, he should have made that public beforehand. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, no, he was he was uh, he was on fire. I was just hoping they let him shoot from uh, half court every time he went down the went down the uh, went down the court. I wanted to see him pull up uh, as soon as they inbounded the ball after a basket. <laughs> that would have been pretty good. Um, but uh, did you bet the over for the game? I did not. Okay, you got to watch out. Because the Elam ending can screw. I think it hurt. Didn't did the yeah. over not hit yesterday? No, it was two sixty four, or three sixty four. I mean, excuse me. What? No, it wasn't that high. I think so. I think that's what I saw. I saw it earlier at like three twenty. Oh, okay. I thought because the saw first it maybe live. Maybe I saw it live. Okay, because I bet the first half at over one eighty and a half. Okay, yeah. So the game was three twenty four. So I guess I had seen it live. The, okay, the live yeah. Line. Um, but the Elam ending, you always got to do the math or whatever to figure it out. But, uh, the, I think your safe bets going first half over is what, uh, I did, but no, it was pretty, uh, like it was a fine game that, that definitely added more to the fourth quarter. He was incredible. I think everybody got like Steph could do the thing for the Cleveland city schools, LeBron, like ending it with the shot was great. Uh, like the Cleveland fans booing Steph on Saturday night when him and Aisha are up there. That was, thing was wild. That whole that whole drink game was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I know. I just the NBA just giving them an unlimited promotion. I don't get. Yeah. But uh, whatever they did that just um, and then like them booing him last time. Like that's why. What would you, like if people were really? I don't know if people were mad that like the Cleveland fans were booing Steph. But like when you go to the four finals in a row or whatever, like you're gonna you don't like the guy. Yeah. Um. Like you could respect him for what he is as a player, but you're gonna boo him or whatever. Like it's it's a funny, it's a funny bit. Like they they boo MJ all the time. So they booed MJ all the time. Like that's what that's what the thing is all about. But the they have to. Uh, 
They got to change up the dunk contest, I think. I uh, because- they got to incentivize it somehow. I was trying to think of like how could they incentivize it to where stars wanted to do it because like you remember, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, Magic Johnson was like, "Hey, I'll give LeBron a million dollars if he." enters it and it's like a million dollars to lebron is literally ashtray money like he doesn't need a million dollars so i don't know if you get some kind of crypto involved or what for these guys but um i watched like the first half of the first round and then i was like yeah i'm all set on this and so we turned it off but you know i'd love to see jaw in there you know some of these some of the young high flyers i'd love to see uh in it you know, much like we saw with the Levine and Aaron Gordon days or, you know, way prior to that in the 2000s when we really saw a lot of the stars actually come out and participate in it. Yeah, the problem is, though, like, I think we've said this for a little bit, but, like, how many more impressive dunks can, like, be made? Like, new dunks. There's no real new dunks out there. Right. Right. And all the ones that we see on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok and whatever, that's all those guys do. They just go into a gym and just try these dunks over and over and over and over again. These dudes can't be doing that. They have to actually, you know, practice basketball and be be good at that. And you can't just perfect some of these amazing dunks in, uh, you know, a weekend before you go out there. So that's what makes it tough is, uh, you know, you see some of these spectacular dunks that these guys are doing on social media. Well, again, that's all they do. You put an NBA player in there it's not going to be the same. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's just hard for them to try and make new dunks. So my dad actually had a good idea for the 75th anniversary yesterday that they that they probably should have done is you get – so there's eight – there are four guys in there. They had eight dunks. And if you would have won, you would have done, what, uh, 10 dunks? There would have been 10 total dunks done. Or no, 12 total dunks done. So there's a wheel of like 15 dunks from the dunk contest that are like iconic dunk contests. Like the four players know what dunks are out there so they could like practice them or whatever. But when you're out there, like when it's your turn, you spin the wheel and that is the dunk that you have to do. They did that already. They did? They did that. That was like, that was right before. So that was right after like the Vince Carter days and then right before uh, it kind of got good again. They actually, they've, yeah, they've, they've done that already. And that's one of the things that people, um, have, you know, brought up about when like the dark days of the dunk contest is they brought out, they brought out a, a wheel and it was just that you had to spin the wheel and whatever it landed on, you had to recreate that dunk. Did they not like that or not? No, everyone trashed it. It was terrible. Oh, I didn't even know they did that. Let me see. I'm going to look up what year it was. Um, and, and find out. Cause like I said, it was, I want to say it was like Oh five Oh six, maybe. The Chris uh, Anderson dunk contest was probably like the all-time great. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2002. They did it in 2002. Steve Francis versus the wheel. That's when it was. So, yeah, it was, so it was right after the, the Vince Carter days and then. Right well, that's a tough one. That's two years after the Vince Carter one. There's still some juice there. That's just bad decision. Yeah. I think that, I think that could have been for the 75th anniversary. You want to play into that. That could have been a cool idea. Yeah. I didn't know they did that uh, did, did that before. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that was not, uh, not a good one then. Not a good dunk contest. I felt bad for – who was the guy on Golden State? You must have not seen it. Like, I saw this. He tried what? to do the Jason – huh? Yo, go ahead. The three-name guy. He tried to yeah. do the Jason Richardson dunk, and he just could not do it. Yeah. It was it – <laughs> 
You feel bad for the guy. Like he's trying. And also, how does I, no one did the Kobe thing. I don't understand. That's free points right there. I don't understand how you don't do that. And I was looking up his dunks too. Like they weren't like super technical or like tough. No. So, I mean, very, very uh, doable. No, very doable. Very doable for sure. And just, just like an easy thing to do. An easy, uh, easy thing to do. But, uh, yeah, that's in the books. I will say after this weekend, I'm convinced LeBron's playing for the Cavs again. I know I've tweeted that, but uh, I'm convinced that he's playing for the Cavs again. I don't know when, but he'll play for the Cavs again. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he said himself he, he's not going to, uh, you know, close that door, you know, rule out that as a possibility, um, you know, to, to come back. And, you know, everyone's making the joke because he said he, he's looking to play with Bronny. And I guess Bronny's not as good as everyone thought he was going to be because everyone was kind of joking about how, you know, people are going to be drafting him in the first round when he should probably be going to the G League. Um, Got to be honest, I haven't super kept up with him a whole lot. But, yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of cool to see uh, them suit up for the Cavs or whoever it would be. But uh, no, I agree. I think there's there's definitely a possibility of him coming back for one last ride. And I know that part of this is like he's he's posturing the Lakers to get a better be in a better position for next year because they didn't try and improve the team at the trade deadline and he was pissed about it. Um, but uh, no, I, I mean, he was, he was like, Oh, I don't the, the whole funny thing is too. He's like, I don't know if the Cleveland fans are going to give me a, a big ovation or whatever. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I know what you're trying to do here, but like, come on. It was, it was, uh, it was a uh, pretty funny there. But uh, also how about the Chris Paul playing with a broken hand last night? Yeah, is he getting, is he getting ready for the playoffs? Like, I know he probably wanted to get some run or whatever, but like, that's a little weird. Yeah. didn't love that. Uh, <laughs> that was quite the talk on son's Twitter of like, Hey, what are you doing here guy? Cause he's going to be out <laughs> six to eight weeks. I know. And the season ends in seven weeks. And so it's like, you know, what are we, what are we doing here? Hey, I think he was only out there for like one real possession, like a couple minutes, but still nonetheless, people yeah. were a little like, Hey, uh, you know, CP, what are, what are, what's going on here? But, uh, so that was, that was interesting to see. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention about LeBron while we were at, you know, talking about him, I could have told you if it came down to that situation, because not only did Steph was Steph lighting it up, not only was he, you know, he broke the record for most threes in the game was on the brink of breaking the record for most points in the game. There was no way LeBron was going to let him do either, you know, make the game winning basket and then also break the record for the points. LeBron was going to take that shot 10 out of 10 times every time they came down the court, if it came down to that. Oh, for sure. And and let me tell you, LeBron from three last night was throwing up bricks. Bricks. Like was, Russell, like it looked like he went to Russell Westbrook's coach to for a shooting boy. Because they were they were like there were some hard thuds. There was that one that he just clanked. It almost was a wedgie. You know what you know which one I'm yeah. talking about, right? Yeah. Like right in, and then like D Wade was laughing. They were they were laughing at him as he was running back right by him. Like he was throwing up some bricks from three last night. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, of course he was going to do that. And I, I, like he had his school there, his school or part of this, I promise school there. He had his buddies from high school there that uh, was pretty cool. So of course he was going to, um, he was going to do that. It was, uh, it was pretty expected, I'd say. Yeah. One last, last thing from the uh, all-star game before we wrap up is we got to talk about Luca's masterful performance. Well, he was on the same team with Steph, so he's not going to take over from Steph. It didn't look like he was trying too hard either. Well, when he banged those three, two threes in in the first quarter, he was like, all right, let's go. This is looking pretty good. And then the Steph show was just kept on going in the second second quarter. And he was like, well, that's pretty much it. Well, I mean, Giannis and LeBron still got 30. 
Well, LeBron, they were out there more. Uh, Giannis played two more minutes than Luka. Well, he knew what he was doing after. Look, I got excited when Luka came in and banged those first two threes. As again, it was a 12 to 1 play. You're going to be mad at me for getting a 12, for throwing no, a 12 no, to no. 1 play uh, out no, there? No, 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 no. Not, no one's getting mad. Just my point was the effort level from Luka was not going to be there. And I think if we're going to be, you know, caught the way it was, the effort level wasn't, he wasn't super locked in. I will say the second half, he wasn't super locked in. I mean, the guy came out and hit his first two threes, and you're like, okay, he's going he's gonna to take off. And then <laughs> he did. I know he did. I know he hit his first two threes, but I, I never once thought, oh, oh Luke is going to start chucking him up. I oh, because the other people up. on Twitter that had Luke MVP that I was that they said it like before the game, I'm taking Luke MVP. They were like, all right, here we go. We're cooking. Yeah. Um, and trust me, I thought I was like, all right, he's feeling it. We're cooking. He looked engaged. I will say, though, the whole Luca thing. I, th- I I was while I was watching the second quarter as he's out there. I got to fault my man, Darius Garland. He put the kibosh on him. Like, as I was watching the second quarter, my man Garland was just running the point. Obviously, it's in Cleveland. And like Luca's looking for the ball. All the time like, you could see he's trying to get open and Garland's just trying to run the uh, pick and roll with Jared Allen, which I enjoyed. But also part of me was like, hey. Get Luca involved, and like you kind of see, he's looking for the ball, and then they're just passing it to Garland. He just goes and pouts in the corner. Yeah, like he he got a he got a tough uh, he got a tough draw. Look, I I felt good about my uh, Devin Booker uh, twenty two to one odds the first half, and then when uh, Steph came out and was just raining threes in that the beginning of the third quarter, I figured that was pretty much all but done. Yeah, at halftime he had nine. He had what Steph had nine threes at the half, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we should have known it was all done for everybody at halftime. Yeah, probably. Like they said, when they were going to the break, he's like, he's got nine threes. And I was like, whoa, he really does? It didn't seem like he was going off that much. Yeah. But yeah, no, Luca, he kind of got uh, played by Garland there. Also, shout out Monty. Look, Monty Williams is a great guy. As I tweeted out, he was letting Jared Allen and Darius Garland feel out how, how LeBron plays right there. So for a couple of years down the road, they've already got a little, a little uh, chemistry on the court there. I enjoyed that. There you go. Sign up for the future. Monty Williams, coach of the year. Everybody Probably here. not. J.B. Bickerstaff, coach of the year. Agree to disagree. <laughs> um, what? Uh, okay, no. So one last. We've we're doing one, one, one. Last, last, last thing. What, about that. So every, everybody's all excited. Like, okay, MJ's doing the embrace with LeBron. Like, that's really cool. He did the thing with Luca. All that. It really the thing for Le, for LeBron and MJ that I think is pretty uh, remarkable at least for me is that like MJ when LeBron first came in really like there's a picture going around when he was in Cleveland and he met him like he really didn't like embrace LeBron at all or whatever yeah and now obviously he's he's backed up the quote-unquote chosen one status or whatever LeBron did and now he's embracing him and all that stuff but like that's uh like I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty cool that, especially for a guy as we've seen in MJ, pretty, like set in his ways and pretty, like holds grudges. Not saying that he holds a grudge ever held a grudge against LeBron, but um, like they really never had like a public interaction. I think, and I have it last night. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no doubt. I did see a tweet that was like, uh, you know, was showing them embracing. It was like y'all have been debating 
one versus the other for so long, you forget that they don't actually hate each other. Like there's no, there's no ill will or bad blood between them. It's just between all the fanboys on Twitter and uh, social media that have been arguing LeBron versus MJ this whole time. Then you realize, Oh wait, yeah, these guys, you know, LeBron said numerous times that MJ has been like, you know, a big brother to him or, or, you know, I don't, I don't think he's ever said father figure. I think he's, he said a big brother to him. And so, you know, he, like you said, at the beginning, I don't think, uh, I think, I think the fact that MJ has been as great as he has been, but has also slipped in the finals makes it easier for MJ to embrace him and like him and, and all that stuff. Because like, Hey, even though you are probably the best basketball player to ever lace up, no one's ever going to consider you the greatest because I went six now in the finals and you're what three and six. Yeah, but isn't yes. Um, but as we've said when the last dance came out, isn't it the ultimate sign of respect? And as someone who wants to protect his legacy, that once LeBron did win the finals in 2016, he was like, Wow, he beat the 73 and 9 Warriors. He immediately went to approve the last dance documentary. Yeah. Like like a month later, it was already in like they already starting filming it. Like, oh, why did he not do this before? Well, because he could feel the he could feel the tides were turning or whatever like that's like the ultimate sign of of i guess respect i don't even know what uh what you would say but just knows that he mj knows that people were coming for the throne after he goes all right what do i have to do let's do this mm-hmm. um but yeah and and also smart move by lebron for going and trying and finding mj after to make sure that people saw the moment yeah because it didn't seem like that the cameras were tracking. It was like other people in the crowd doing that. But all right, that's All-Star Weekend in the books. It's uh, another one down. Next year, it's in uh, Salt Lake City. So another cold weather, cold weather city. So uh, that, will be, uh, that will be that. And see everybody in Cleveland in 2047 for the 100th anniversary. I think that's only fitting because the 25th and 75th, or the 50th and 75th were there. They got to go 100 as LeBron said so all right we're talking about Making the Saudi Cleveland uh, relevant once every 25 years that's not true but <laughs> I, know. I, I, know. Wanted... <laughs> I just I need know. a little parting shot there I know um ever, the one person everybody was saying oh like Cleveland it was a great host blah 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 this and that. I don't think they were going to publicly say it was bad but if there was one there was one person in the media that said Cleveland people were saying never again never again for Cleveland it was old Amin Al-Hassan like that guy like I think he's I don't mind him whatever he's he's funny sometimes but of course he's the one guy that is one that takes the shots um, where well, who is he working with now he's with M- Meadowlark and Levitard oh he's okay got, I mean, he's got a basketball illuminati podcast was actually pretty funny i was listening to it this morning they just do like kind of hypotheticals and stuff him and Tob haberstroth but yeah he's with the he's with them that makes sense because he was he was a big levitard guy um but oh, I, yeah. I i really enjoyed him um on espn and when he'd come on to the russillo show back in the day i hadn't seen him in a while so that makes sense Get on the Levitard. He's he's great on Levitard. Yeah. Um, especially look, if you want to listen to a podcast, Greg Cody Tuesdays on the Levitard show, you'll laugh a lot. Okay. Um it's the Greg Cody Tuesdays are are unbelievable. All right, but we were talking about the Saudi Golf League or whatever, the happenings around that on Friday. Well, big news over the weekend is two of the three pillars have now pledged pledged allegiance to the uh PGA tourist Dustin on Saturday says I'm committed to the PGA Tour. Then Bryson, after he said 
on like earlier last week that he was um, like, oh, I'll, I'll let you know where I'm playing in the future, blah, 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 this and that. Then Sunday Bryson's like, all right, well, I'm uh, going back to, I'm committing to the PGA tour now. And Phil's comments pretty much from that excerpt that came out from an interview in November with Alan Shipnick that we talked about pretty much have torpedoed at least like the top, top names, like the Phil Bryson, or at least the Bryson and DJ. Now Phil's continues with this. That's a good question, but it looks like the top guys from the Saudi league, at least the three guys who are getting a hundred mil, two of the three are, uh, are out all because of Phil's, uh, Phil's comments. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, that is. I I had saw I saw your tweet yesterday saying that uh, Philip pretty much torpedoed it. I didn't know exactly what had happened or what <clears throat> uh, was said to cause that. But that's uh, you know, Phil said those are guys you don't want to necessarily maybe get in business with. But maybe that's probably not also not the guys that you want to you know uh, torpedo their business aspirations either, Phil. Yeah, because they could break out the uh, bone saw. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, but also, like, it's like he just like you want to know who was who really had the the harshest one of the biggest defenders of the tour, I would say, or from the get go was um was Rory. But like, yeah, I'm not going to Saudi Arabia. I'm not doing uh. I'm not doing that. I'm I I think the tour is good enough. All this and that, but Rory, listen to what so they asked him about Phil, and uh, what Phil's comments earlier in the week that were made public, like the ones we talked about last week. And this is Rory's comments on on Phil, and he goes, "I don't want to kick someone while he's down, obviously, but I thought they were naive, selfish, egotistical, ignorant. A lot." Lots of words to describe that interaction he had with Shipnick, who was the writer. It was just very surprising and disappointing, sad. I'm sure he's sitting at home sort of rethinking his position and where he goes from here. Like, that's, you, like, we talk about golf, like, Bryson and Brooks kind of manufactured this, I don't know what, like, rivalry, or I don't even know if it's a, a rivalry, just a childish beef. Yeah. Like, and you don't hear really a lot of other golfers coming out and saying a lot of bad things about other guys, but like that's from, from Rory who really doesn't say a bad thing about, but to say that about Phil, like that's, I mean, that's pretty revealing. I would say no doubt. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. That's uh and, and like you said, I, I wanted to mention this last week when we were kind of talking about uh, uh, some golf a little bit is, you know, you, now for me, when guys in in the golf world are trying to make waves in the media, it makes me think automatically, well, how much are they doing this because of the, uh, what is it, the PIP, the player, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it is hard to take guys serious for things. And sometimes it's like, well, are they just trying to create waves and cry, trying to create some clicks? So uh, I, I don't think that's the case for everybody, but at least for me, who you know, I, I try to stay woke a little bit when it comes down to things like that. No, I, I agree with you on that. And, and I think a lot of the Bryson – and Brooks stuff, or at least on Brooks' side, was to try and drive, yeah. to try and to drive like engagement or whatever, because he knows he's got the social media boys on his side, or he knows he's got those, he's got he's got that crew on his side. Which look, if you're gonna try and do that, that I'm not faulting him for that, but he could do that. But just the comments and like, what's Phil like? 
Also, like in the thing in the um, article, like Phil said that the top three had three other players, like commission lawyers, to write the bylaws for the Saudi Golf League. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I know I was I was listening to Nolang up to this morning, but like they were mentioning that guys still like Bubba, Jason Kokrak. Paul Casey, maybe Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, Harold Varner the third could still play in these things. Like they still think it's gonna go on, but probably not gonna be as successful with those guys. You need the big names, but like Phil, I know he's fifty one now, I think. But like Phil's probably like if you're the PGA tour, don't you have to suspend Phil for like breaking player conduct and like trying to pretty much torpedo the PGA tour? Like you can't let him yeah, can't, yeah, you something's got to be done. I'm sure. I, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a fine or what, but he might not, not be able to pay a fine. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's exactly hit him where it hurts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, you know, I think his suspension might be a little too much. But I agree that you can't just let him go on about his business after he, after you know, his comments. Yeah, like something's gotta, something's gotta happen to him. And like, is he gonna? What's he gonna say publicly or like? Normally, all the past champion, like he's got to have a press conference at the Masters, I would think. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that look like? He's definitely going to have a press conference at the PGA Championship because he's the past champion, and they always have that. Like, that's in May. Like, things are going to. Uh, we obviously know he's not one to uh, to say what's on his mind, yeah. even if like. But like, I mean, things are going to. I mean, I'll be sitting there with some popcorn waiting to hear what Phil has to say. Like, this could get. All over NFTs. This is just thing about this. This is all pretty much because of NFT him wanting to make NFTs, which we've talked about before. It could be a scam, probably are a scam. Shout out Top Shot. Shout out Top Shot. But uh, but like all because of the stupid. All because of NFTs. He wants to make NFTs. Yeah. Um. Pretty pretty remarkable. Well, I mean, like you said, if he's having some financial trouble, he's probably looking to make a quick buck. Well, yeah, he's trying to make some a hundred mil. A little pump and dump. Uh, <laughs> we all know how he uh, how he likes those. Yes, yes, that is uh, <laughs> that that is true. All right, is there anything else you have out there? Nothing really going on. Things pretty light in the sports world right now. Things are light in the sports world right now. Um, like I said, watched a lot of college baseball. Some good, some good college baseball this weekend, man. Some dudes that are absolutely mashing the ball already. One guy for NC State had five dongs this weekend. He had three on Friday, one on Saturday, had a grand slam yesterday. A um, couple guys, that you know, two grand slams this weekend. So a lot of good stuff, a lot of good young talent. Tennessee has a sophomore throwing 95-97 with an absolute banger of a curveball. So, you know, I kind of make this pitch all the time, but if we're not going to be getting any pro ball anytime soon, you know, anybody listening out there, I'd suggest diving into a little college baseball, especially if you have the ESPN Plus uh, package they show a lot of college games a ton of college games did and you so, sub- uh, did you finally succumb to getting that no but i but i am going to i i finally <laughs> was like what am i doing like why not you know what i mean and and plus two with draft season coming up i want to read all the todd mcshay mel kuyper uh um article so it's like what, what are you doing ryan i mean five bucks seriously you can do it uh, yeah that's it's a it's a steal absolute um absolute steal but uh yeah, there's uh, who knows what's going on with baseball. Are they meeting today? Yeah, they're meeting for a quick cup of coffee, 10, 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes, and then they're going to head out and be on their way, uh, much like they did last week. Yeah, what a, what a, what is baseball doing here? What are we doing? 
We should be able to bet over under on how long the collective bargaining agreement meetings will it's be. It's just, I mean, it's stupid. It's it's stupid. We talk about the old man riders in baseball. I mean, you got then you got a bunch of you got the same dinguses that are writing about baseball running baseball right now. That's the problem. Is you got just a bunch of old freaking grumpy dudes. I don't even know if they're grumpy. They're just dumb. They don't realize, you know what's going on in the world i think i don't know but if i mean if, if baseball could and should be a young man's game much like football is i know it doesn't have the same excitement level the same action but just as far as like the stars and what you could do to promote the game and promote the stars it, i mean it's it's very very simple you know almost just give the fans what they want and you could uh you'd, you'd be able to you know make make uh back all the money you're losing or or you know maybe build the game back up because Right now, I think it's on the verge of dying. Oh, if they don't play this year, it's going to be, they're going to have to say, you could take steroids again to get it back. Yeah, it's going to be. It's like, like I was thinking about this the other day, like, you know, uh, because we're watching about how, or watching the all-star festivities and how bad that was. Um, Like I was thinking like the MLB all-star game, like why not have a pitcher's home run derby? Like people would love that. Have a home run derby where guys are allowed to swing aluminum bats and have fun with that. Now, granted, you might need to put up a net in the uh, outfield. So yeah, that's the bigger gets, thing. Nobody gets killed. Or maybe, maybe you do like, a, I don't know, maybe you do it like at an empty stadium or, or no, 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 no seating in, in the outfield, something, uh, and, you know, kind of make it limited capacity. But, you know, that'd be cool for TV. People see that um, have have a long ball competition. I mean, I, I realize that's kind of what the home run derby is, but just see how far guy can hit it see how hard he can get hit it um you know i know it's it's tough to do but if you could do like a velo see how hard somebody could throw type of type of competition i mean again i know you're putting a lot of these athletes at risk for injury when they're doing stuff like that but you know a lot of these guys are throwing as hard as they can anyway see how far somebody can throw a ball you know it's just some fun things like that i don't know not saying that that would save baseball but it'd make it a lot more fun a lot more interesting and, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of things that can clean up the game, maybe even cutting down how many games they play to 130 or 140 and uh, shorten the season a little bit. Well, the thing about the aluminum bat, why they could do it like the money ball. You just get the last out when you're on your last out. Yeah. And if yeah. you miss, like, that's the way that they could do it, I think. There you go. Yeah. Get get the aluminum bat. Everyone in the outfield, reach under your seat, put on your helmet. and The kids uh, out there. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to evacuate the field. Like, all right, everyone, all the kids out there evacuate the field. Don't worry about catching these balls. Everyone in the outfield heads up. Cause this thing is going to be screaming at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, everybody like they have to put the, uh, like, you know how the on radio, we have to do the uh, emergency alert system. Yeah. They have to play that for everybody in the crowd. Like you got to be on high alert, like high alert now for this. So you gotta, yeah. you have to have the EAS out when, when the, when it's the, uh, it's the last out yeah. um, out there. But uh, yeah, hopefully that uh, the old baseball gets something happens. Cause... Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm using this time and opportunity to get the arm back in action, start swinging a little bit. If they need to use some replacement players, I'll be ready to go. Well, and the funniest thing is the minor leagues are still in camp right now. Like they're yeah. starting camp and they're fighting about how they don't want those guys. I know, I know, and they're, I know, it's, 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 it's ridiculous, it really is, it really is ridiculous. All right, that'll do it for us today, we'll be back later in the week. Thanks everybody for listening, and we will talk to you then.